Buenos dias. Welcome to the People Power Everything podcast. I am your host, John Dallas, and I believe that there is power in the masses. The goal of this podcast is to talk about that power, how we can help it manifest itself for all of us, and some lessons I've learned along the way. It's Monday, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to share. Okay, it can mean other things, but I hope you can stick around a little while. This week was rough, but the pain also brought sunshine through the dark clouds. Last week, we said goodbye to the most beautiful being I have ever known. Her name was Sandy, and she was our dog. Her full name was Tropical Sandy Beach Oshiyama, and she was kind, loving, attentive, and even regal as befits her name. She was the best of everything we aspired to be as humans, let alone a dog. She lived with joy, was always willing to join in, excited any time we came to the front door, quiet while we worked from home, and always up for a walk or a good belly rub. Her belly, not mine. Through the 12 years she was in my life, Sandy was a true companion. When she joined my life, she had already been a beacon of hope, helping her human get through a rough time in her life. Then I dog sat her for three weeks. The picture that is on this podcast is her during those weeks together that we are getting to know each other. She had an iron grip on my heart within mere days. The best beings are really easy to love and open our souls to new possibilities in this life. I hadn't had a dog since leaving my mom's house, but I quickly remembered the pure joy and then the fur. Oh, the fur of a Shiba Inu is quite the thing, but a very small price to pay for all the positives. Recently, Sandy had what I will call episodes and was really not well. It was time to let her go. The pain of letting her go has been rough. My emotions are raw and tears flow pretty quickly when I think about her. I am very sad, but I know that this sadness is because I love her so much. She was a part of me and taught me life lessons. She kept me active and playful. She loved unconditionally and went along willingly on all kinds of adventures like hikes and walks around the neighborhood and even a trip to Florida where she naturally encouraged me to explore my surroundings and meet other people, all while being wary of the gators in the neighborhood pond and the vultures on the lampposts. Florida can be a bizarre place sometimes. She was curious about all that, but I was afraid of my small happy-go-lucky dog with the intentions of the unknown beasts. There was beauty in taking a walk at sunrise with her curiosity and enthusiasm always present. Without her, I don't know that I would have taken those walks that made me feel so good. Dogs like Sandy are models we can all learn a lesson from. They are loyal, loving, protective, playful, and often full of joy. I thought a lot about it this week and can make parallels with us at, as people at home and at work. 
Imagine the best friend or colleague you want in your life. What are the ideal traits? The first trait that came to mind was a positive approach. We won't always succeed and things won't always be easy, but living the challenges together, appreciating each other, makes it more enjoyable and fulfilling. Even when we fail, we fail together. We learn, we grow. I went to our Montreal office for a few days this week, and my friend, also my boss, greeted me with a smile first thing in the morning. I told him I really appreciated having him in my life. His smile was a salve on my wounds. He made a difference with such a small action. I have often thought about the influence we have on the attitudes of others, especially when we are in positions of leadership. A smile, asking how we are, and really caring about the answer make a massive difference. These aren't measurable, but they count a whole hell of a lot. The relationships we build make our lives better. And if we keep that in mind at work, a place where the need to be professional can make us think we have to be more machine-like, void of emotions. But work is full of people. Humans who have emotions and things happening to them at work and outside of work. My story is far from unique and pales in comparison with what many people go through on a daily basis. I don't say this to diminish my pain, but to underline that we don't know what others are going through and how resilient they really are. We only see the glimpses they want us to and can be aching on the inside while they think they have to put on a brave face. The one thing we can do as good leaders, followers, teammates, friends, colleagues, and just good people is to show others it's okay to feel pain. It's okay to not be all right. It's okay to cry and feel angry at the world for taking away a loved one, especially when they are a member of the family. Our job collectively is to be there and support those in pain. We don't need to solve their problems. We just need to care enough to listen and be a bright spot in the dark that is around them at the moment. If we can do that, we can truly help. Sharing this has been cathartic for me. This week, after going through extreme sadness, guilt, emptiness, a breaking heart, anxiety, and even some shame, I am coming out on the other side feeling loved and happy about Sandy's contribution to many people's lives. Mine definitely included. And how I was for her, loving her all I could. This is not the type of sharing I can say that I hope you enjoyed, but I do hope it helps put a spotlight on the hidden side of what some people are going through that we know nothing about. If we can all be a little more understanding and supportive, we will all be better off at home and at work. Because after all, people power everything. And thank you for sticking around and living a little bit of this journey with me. Have a great day and week ahead.